Hello, my name's Miranda Loma. I'm a dietitian at Guy's and St Thomas's Hospitals in London and a reader in dietetics at King's College London. And I'd like to present this work on behalf of the other authors, Bridget Wilson and Catherine Wall. This paper describes the British Dietetic Association consensus guidelines on the nutritional assessment and dietary management of patients with inflammatory bowel disease. We'd like to thank the BDA General Education Trust and Crohn's and Colitis UK for part funding this work. Diet and nutrition are central to IBD management. However, there are still many gaps in our knowledge and there is an inequality of care. Much of the evidence on nutrition assessment and dietary management in IBD is of low quality, which can limit the acceptability of guidelines. To increase broad acceptance, best practice guidelines can utilise a consensus approach, i.e. things like a Del eDelphi process. The aim of this research was to develop guidelines on nutrition assessment and dietary management of IBD using an online or eDelphi consensus process. First of all, we identified research topics related to IBD and nutrition in consultation with an IBD specialist group, including patients, clinicians and researchers. We used the Population Intervention Comparison and Outcomes Framework, or PICO criteria, to systematically review the literature for each question. We searched four electronic databases, Cochrane, Embase, Medline and Scopus, then research papers were critically appraised using the GRADE tool. GRADE recommendations and good practice recommendations were developed, and we then developed a custom-built eDelphi platform. We invited IBD experts from the British Dietetic Association, Gastroenterology Specialist Group, British Society of Gastroenterology, Crohn's and Colitis UK and patients with inflammatory bowel disease to vote anonymously on the recommendations. On the right side of this slide is an example statement with the grade level, the PICO criteria and an evaluative note describing the studies that were included in this question. At the bottom of the screen, participants could click on the virtual library to see the literature under review and add or view comments on the topic. Finally, in the bottom right hand corner, you could see how they voted using a five-point Likert scale from one star, which strongly disagreed, to five stars, which strongly agreed. There were three rounds of voting, and after each round, recommendations that didn't reach 80% consensus were reformulated and taken to the next round of voting or removed. Updated iterations of the recommendations and evaluative text based on feedback from the previous rounds were included in subsequent rounds. For round one, there were 88 statements to vote on and by round three, only eight statements had not reached 80% consensus. So let's look at the results. From 23,824 non-duplicated papers, 167 were critically appraised. These were added to the eDelphi platform and we had 55 participants out of an initial 114 participants who completed the three rounds of voting and 14 grade statements and 42 practice statements achieved 80% consensus.
four grade recommendations and nine good practice recommendations were removed due to not reaching the consensus cutoff. Comprehensive guidance was categorised into different topic areas related to nutrition assessment and nutrition screening at the top and dietary management from induction of disease remission, maintenance of disease remission, functional gut symptoms, strictures, surgery, stoma, short bowel syndrome, fistulae, pouchitis and special situations, things like oral facial granulomatosis. And these um, and guidance was provided on all of these. These guidelines on nutrition assessment and dietary management in IBD have been developed using an evidence-based consensus. The statements developed demonstrate the level of agreement and the quality and strength of the recommendations and good practice recommendations. I really encourage you to have a good read through the recommendations, particularly for the, um, the main statements that are provided, the 14 grade recommendations, and also to look through the 42 good practice recommendations. The guidelines will hopefully improve equality of care on nutrition assessment and dietary management of inflammatory bowel disease. Thank you very much for listening.